Welcome to To Put It Playfully, the podcast that explores all things kink, sex and lingerie. I'm your host Becky, enthusiast of all things playful and sensual. Each week we bring you a new guest to join a conversation and share their unique perspective. So join us as we delve into the fascinating and thrilling world of play, pleasure and everything in between. Hello and welcome to To Put It Playfully, I'm your host Becky and today we're with Sam from Smile Makers. Sam is the head of pleasure and content of Smile Makers, a sex toy brand and today we're going to be talking about all things sex toys and masturbation so hey Sam hi it's one of my favorite things about my job talking about sex toys and masturbation (laughs) very happy to be here (laughs) so yeah tell me a little about smile makers and their mission so smile makers is a joyful sexual wellness brand that is all about inspiring new pleasure possibilities initially we started out with a mission to normalize sex sexuality and pleasure and masturbation and sex toys and we wanted to do that by putting it into mainstream places we really sort of looked at like how the shopping experience was for vibrators and like realized that a lot of people felt nervous or anxious about going into sex toy spaces so we wanted to like really normalize that and bring it into places and space that we find ourselves every day and places like with lingerie and playful like underwear as well so yeah that's kind of like what the basis of that was yeah it's definitely like an intimidating experience like when you're maybe like your first introduction to a sex toy shop like the most well-known one and it's very like oh let's go into a dark room and look at these huge dildos and stuff like that and you're like oh what is all this this is like it's like a very scary experience and smile makers is so joyful and colorful and like makes you feel like oh this is like it's all about happiness and pleasure. Yeah, we really wanted to make it un- unintimidating. And that is probably the best way of saying yeah, it. Like, we have been sort of dubbed like the world's friendliest vibrators. <laughs> I think making it really accessible and allowing people to see sexual pleasure as a completely normal part of life. It's not something that should be hidden in a dark room. Mm. I mean, it's great. Sex toys are great, but they're not for every Sex shops, sorry, are great, but they're not for everyone. And so, yeah, we wanted to make sure that everyone has access to them um, and can find them wherever it is that they shop. Amazing. So how do you approach designing sex toys that are inclusive and welcoming to people? So we design for people with vulvas. So that is anyone that has a vulva or a vagina. The toys that we create are designed anatomically and scientifically to stimulate those places. And it's really important to us that we're being very gender neutral and gender inclusive. Just because like there's so many like gender norms within the bedroom that we've been been put upon us by society. We really wanna break those down because it can be super limiting. We're also very keen to make sure that we're not being heteronormative. Sex has been very heteronormative, very penetrative focused. And we want to sort of show the complete spectrum of pleasure, like the complete array of stimulation that you can get. And that is not just penetration. In fact, 70% of people with vulvas need more than just penetrative stimulation to reach orgasm. It's all about clitoral stimulation. So the fact that sex has been so focused on this, especially PNVs, the penis yeah. and vagina sex, is crazy because that's not how like we reach orgasm. It's actually really interesting as well because with our products, we actually have like done a little bit of like a refresh. So a couple of years ago, our initial collection of vibrators is called the Vicurious Collections. That's the things that you know now as like the French lover, mm. the firefighter, the tennis pro. And they're all inspired by sexual fantasies. But up until 2021, that we had a few that were slightly heteronormative. So the Frenchman and the fireman. And so we really wanted to make sure that we were going in and refreshing those. So not only making them bigger and stronger so they're like they've got a better motor and they the sizes are much more like anatomically we worked with the community on that and the sexologists on that to make sure that they are a bit packing a bit more of a punch Mm. but also I'm making sure that we're really stripping back anything about 
what sex should look like because sex is whatever you want it to be and we're all about inspiring that I guess yeah yeah that's so interesting (laughs) I had no idea that they were inspired by like fantasies as well that's really fascinating yeah and like explains the names behind them because I've always wondered because they've had such fun names and like little stories behind them and like it creates like a more like a it's like a 360 experience to your vibrator where like normally it's not like just like this is a penis detached from a body kind of thing like Exactly. it's like yeah it's honestly I think so firstly like with the sexual fa- um, sexual fantasies we really wanted to validate the fact that we have sexual fantasies yeah. and it not just be something that we keep as like hush hush mm. so that has always been something super playful to like shout out about but also like you said it is a real 360 and when we work like from design from like, ideation all the way through to communication we're playing with puns we're even when you look at the product the packaging so yeah. there's like shapes and stuff and so on some of the boxes you'll see there's like a little dot on the Vicurious collection which represents a belly button because they all they oh sort of like reflect those different shapes and then obviously the names also inspire the shapes of the vibrators like the firefighter has the flame mm. the french lover has the tongue so it's all about french kissing so yeah we get very playful as well we yeah, that's like i'm so impressed by like just the breadth of like what they can all do and how like they can sort of yeah like every sort of taste I suppose is simulated by the different toys it's so interesting and And I think it definitely sets you apart from traditional toy brands that are very much like either kind of one or the other or both like clitoral and penetration or or like all very like has this sort of I guess it's like performative sort of sexuality and masturbation for like sort of a male gaze kind of view yeah and whereas it should just be about you and your solo time (laughs) yeah it's about what simulation we enjoy Mm -hmm. and like and like every individual everybody's pleasure is different and I often say this when it comes to like recommendations and stuff like obviously there's definitely we can recommend but the best thing to do like if your friend is like oh my gosh the firefighter is the one Mm. but then you try it and you're like oh it's like maybe there's something wrong with me because it doesn't work for me that there's nothing wrong with you it's just that you enjoy a different type of simulation everyone's so different yeah and Um, people with vulvas definitely have the idea that they should be able to orgasm from penetration and like that shame is still like because like obviously like so many of us fake orgasms with our like partners with penises and things like that and yeah it comes from like this shame that you're like oh there must be something wrong with my body like why can't I do this like a normal person it's like actually no you're perfectly normal (laughs) yeah definitely and I think when it comes to penetration there like I said there's such a big focus on it and it's also where we get a lot of correlation with pain as well because for a lot of us penetration is uncomfortable it can cause friction. I think it's something like eight in 10 women have experienced pain during sex. And that, whether like, although that's common, it should not be normal. Yeah. We should not be being like, oh yeah, that's normal. So just accept it. Yeah. Like, a lot of the time that is because maybe we're not naturally lubricated. And again, I have this huge thing about lube. I'm like, lube yeah. is life. Like, <laughs> there is nothing wrong with us if we are not, we've been taught this sort of, again, shame. There's so much shame mm. around these things that we're talking about. But with lube, it's almost like, oh, I can't, like, if I have to use lube, it means that there's something wrong with me. No, it's going to make you feel more pleasure. It's going to decrease that friction. It means you're going to have less pain, (laughs) less pain um, and much more pleasure. And one thing that always sticks out to me is there was this study done where they asked men and women from a heteronormative perspective, 
what they consider as good sex. Mm. And men consider good sex as them reaching orgasm and women consider consider good sex as not feeling pain. Oh which gosh. just, like, that should not be the standards of sex that we're yeah, setting. Yeah, that's ourselves. really depressing. Isn't it? Uh, yeah, I actually saw some, this reminded me of something I saw the other day where people were talking a bit more about casual sex and how it's so different for men and women and how, like, from, well, in from a heteronormative perspective, like, men kind of, they go and then they have an orgasm and then that's oh that's good sex for them but women it's so different like we have all these other factors of like oh is my are my needs actually being cared for like do I feel comfortable do I feel safe like there's so many different things to consider yeah and yeah it's really important to like kind of bring that back and I think like your solo play like can sort of enhance that like once you figure out what you like then hopefully you have the confidence to bring that in with a partner exactly like something that like so like always talking about with our community and with the team as well is that like questioning what sex is Mm -hmm. and so we're so used to our sex life being always in the context of somebody else yeah partner sex but sex is sex whether it's solo or partnered Mm -hmm. It's not like we, if we don't have a partner or we're not having partner sex, our sex life stops. Yeah. Not at all. (laughs) And like, if we started to like shift our perception a little bit and make it so that solo sex was really something that we valued as part of our sexual well-being, Mm. then I think that would like change the world so much (laughs) (laughs) yeah I know you like to influence your designs you consult with sexologists and doctors how does that work and how does how does that actually influence the designs yeah of course so yeah it hugely impacts the designs that we work with our experts very closely when it comes to like the ideation and like the design part of like how they're shaped and Mm. the vibrations that they have I guess and it's sort of we look at it from a scientific and anatomical so we're asking it could be as like specific as like how long is the clitoral glands like not everyone there's not there's not a one size fits all or what's the space between the clitoral glands and which is the external part of the clitoris Mm -hmm. and the vaginal opening like again everyone's different so for example with our rabbit vibrator we made it so that it was adjustable in angles so that you're able to adapt it to what your anatomy says Mm. as well as that like our experts really help us like expand how we're thinking so they might give us tips on oh actually that could be really good for a person who has vulvodynia as well or this could be a really good way of like reconnecting with um, pleasure for um, people who have just given birth so it's sort of like they're, they're helping us like look at all of those different ways that you can use vibrators or candles whatever it is and sort of expanding that but I also have to say like it's not just sexologists and the experts that we work with that inspire our design it is definitely our community as well like we have a very like strong and passionate community who love smile makers which obviously makes me really happy yeah but they can let us know when they want a new color I think one of the things that I find really funny is that when, when we do a lineup of the vibrators it kind of looks like a rainbow of pleasure but there was a green one missing and so oh. everyone kept going to us please <laughs> make a green one and also can you change the yellow and the purple around because it's not in the right um, not the right order yeah we've just launched a green vibrator oh, and that was amazing. like completely led by the community I was like we have to have a green one our community like complete the set now exactly (laughs) they're really excited as well to see us launch a rabbit vibrator they Mm. wanted to see what our take would be on that and also like we have a constant open communication and conversation with our community whether that's in our dms we also have a question box on the website that people can drop any questions they have and we take that and whenever we start looking at a new product and that ideation process I'm going through those questions and seeing which ones can we help answer which ones can we help cater to 
our community and all those different parts of life as well because I think mm. that's something we haven't touched upon is that sex is like it's not consistent throughout life yeah. and there's so many things that can impact that whether that's like menopause or motherhood or trauma or just stress in general yeah. there's so many thing, different things and it's like we really want to help make sure that we're covering all those different life experiences. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think a lot of brands, like not even just sex toys, but just in general could learn from that and like, oh, like let's ask what our customers actually want. And yeah, I think that's so important. And creating a community around something is, is, is something that a lot of people lack in general so having that is so yeah it's very powerful and And empowering it's it's fun as well it's fun to talk with you like it's fun to just talk to people I come to life when I'm talking to people and like getting like to hear their experiences and their stories yeah it it keeps you open-minded like Mm. it's really easy sometimes when you're working or like vibrators are in the sexual wellness industry to like be like very like oh like and then it's nice to be pulled out of that and actually hear from other people and what conversations they're having too yeah absolutely like opening up the conversation to everybody exactly yeah I love that so what are some common misconceptions that people have about sex toys or people that use them oh where do we start (laughs) so many (laughs) I think we've already touched upon the first one which is that every vibrator is going to or sex toy should be penetrative Mm -hmm. I often get the question if I say to someone oh I work for a sexual wellness brand um we sell vibrators they're like oh so dildos I'm like no they're two different different things it's just that you've been taught that any sex toy is going to be penetrative and phallic so dildos are shaped to look like an erect penis Mm -hmm. but that's not what our vibrators are all about our vibrators like there are ones that look a little bit more classic and like that or vagina like pleasuring the vaginal spots but the ones that are external as well like really like experimenting with all those different shapes and stuff and I think trying to break that down for people and be like okay Mm. let's really we really want to take away this like penetrative focus that we have as a society I think that's a a big key one another point as well is that vibrators or sex toys are just for single people Uh, we did a survey back in 2020 with 6,000 people from all around the world and actually it was more people who were in relationships that were Mm. using vibrators so this idea that it's almost like a alternative like it's like Like a replacement a replacement (laughs) and like that's another thing like and it's a really big um, something that we're hearing from our community and something that we really want to help with is like how do you introduce vibrators into partnered situations because I think there's an element especially when it comes to men but and masculinity like this toxic masculinity that yeah. sort of makes people feel like they're like, intimidated not by and a replacement you? yeah exactly <laughs> I mean that is a it is a complete myth that it's a replacement for anything mm. for anyone it's just an, another way to have fun like, yeah I can't stress enough how important it is that we think about sex as fun and joyful yeah toys sex toys like that's the key there toys yeah. it's meant to be about being playful which is obviously very apt for playful yeah. as well. yeah so there's that and I also think and it's like personal experience as well of like again like when I say oh I work for a sexual wellness brand it's mm. almost like that ooh la la that like eyebrow raise yeah it's like, we get it as well yeah. like when we say we work for a lingerie brand they think oh we just stare at boobs and bums all day and like we'll just walk around in our bras and it's like it's such a weird view of (laughs) like (laughs) exactly it's not I think there's this element of sex still being naughty yeah and it's yeah and that comes from the shame and that sort of teehee and I mean there are lots of things about sex that are teehee and very like it should um, be kind of funny but like not yeah. in a yeah I know what you mean yeah so it's almost like I've re- like it's when whenever I get that response it's almost like no like sex is about 
it's part of our overall well-being. Yeah. If we start thinking about it as part of our wellness and it's looking after us, whether that's solo or partnered, like mm-hmm. when you when you start to realize how it impacts our emotional, our physical and our like mental well-being, yeah. then you actually take away that sort of like teehee, oh, it's naughty and actually be like, no, I'm actually <laughs> investing in my pleasure. I'm investing in my wellness. Yeah, and we come from sex anyway. So it oh, shouldn't gosh, be so I like... don't, I know, exactly. <laughs> that's, I think that's what's crazy. So we actually did, this is a slight tangent, but mm. we um, have just released a new lipstick vibrator. Again, yeah. another product that a lot of our community wanted to see from us. But we actually worked with community of mothers. We worked with 500 mums to look at how they wanted to reconnect with pleasure post-birth. And as you said, it's crazy because a lot of us, like most of us do come from sex itself. Yeah. But then these mums found like found that experts, their doctors weren't talking about like their pleasure and like getting yeah. back to sex and like that as if mums don't have sex They're or like, want well, to have sex. Well, you've already made the baby. That is obviously the that's, outcome of sex yeah. and that's it. And now you're just, you're, just, you're done. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think like that's the thing. It's like the, one of the biggest things with sex education is that it's really, it's not, it, I always rem- get rem- reminded of that scene in Mean Girls where they yeah. um, I think I'm just have second sex time and die yeah it's like, it's like don't have sex <laughs> it's like terrifying because it's very fear based and yeah. beyond that it's also very reproductive based like mm. it's all about okay use a condom because you don't want to get pregnant yeah. but also this is like you, you're taught the anatomy from like a this is what's going to happen and this is the egg and this is the sperm yes, but exactly. you're not taught the clitoris has like 10,000 you're not even endings. told that's a thing no, <laughs> from exactly. my experience what exactly. I can remember and it's like oh let's like talk about like having sex oh and then well let's watch a really traumatic video of a woman giving birth so you're <laughs> yeah. like scarred for life exactly. at like what like 10 years old yeah. it's not okay no we're not we're not taught that we have the right to pleasure yeah. and that sucks we're sort of taught and in a hetero situation which a lot of our sex education is based upon like that penis and vagina sex mm. it's almost like oh well the man's pleasure is required yeah and so it's we're taught that they like, again it goes back to that pain versus sex thing mm. and pain versus pleasure thing yeah we just need more pleasure everywhere yeah. <laughs> i'd love to see like more like schools kind of opening up the conversation to like have that thing of like let's talk about sex but like in a fun way where like you don't feel like you're being told off yeah. you don't feel like you're being scared or like you can like have your own decisions and have like your own autonomy about it like yeah and that you can ask questions because yeah the thing is that what happens is that we then just turn to the internet we turn to porn a lot of the time and like the generation that's now in school is the first generation that has existed with porn literally at their fingertips and we know that like porn is a huge industry and that there's like so much wrong with it and there's obviously like ethical porn as well mm. and it's like but what is it that they're being exposed to what kind of like yeah. like how to like the free porn is like the most dangerous porn exactly <laughs> it's exactly. like and it's so easy like you just have to click yes i'm over 18 and yeah, yeah. but i was there. at actually at a house party recently and I was talking to somebody that um, is a secondary school teacher and they said that they actually have and I think so it might it might be like that different schools have the power to just tweak their sex Mm. education and she said that they've been teaching their students about the glitterous and I was like that is incredible I would love to be in one of those lessons yeah like they should be getting people like you (laughs) to teach people about like the kids about things like that it's so like yeah because we can't pretend that they're not going to grow up and they're not going to like want to buy a sex toy or something so we might as well give them the tools and like the ability to be like okay this like you don't it doesn't have to hurt it doesn't have to do that this and the other like it's just like it's like with anything like you can't 
scare people <laughs> from doing things no. like you just have to like be give them a safe environment to feel like yeah they can ask questions and feel comfortable if something goes wrong then they can express that yeah and I think just like you said like being open like one of the most interesting conversations I've had with uh, like during my time at Smile Makers is with, was, is with an expert who does a lot of sexuality education for mm. the likes of like the UN and stuff and it's a lot we had this big conversation about how you talk about talk to children about sex and you know how it's sort of like oh the birds and the bees yeah and, and one of the biggest things that she said to me was like that I still like remember like now and I've got nieces and nephews and I try to make sure that like I'm sort of like being really considerate there as well is that not just being like oh down there yeah because that is one of the biggest things like from the very beginning like we're taught that our like genitals or our our pleasure anatomy is something that we should not be talking about or acknowledging especially for people with vulvas like so not just like in terms of like when you're four years old for example and saying like just wash down there because we don't give it a name that's why we don't know the difference between the vulva and vagina I certainly didn't like know the difference between the vulva and vagina like really until I started at Smile Makers Mm. and now I will every time someone says a vagina I'm like (laughs) do you mean vagina or do you mean vulva (laughs) um but like having like using the right language and not making it as if it's something to be ashamed of yeah I think is so important yeah we it's should be that for all body parts like it's so weird or like your privates it's like it just sounds so weird (laughs) and I I get really like frustrated when I'm like I think back to like you know when you used to doodle on the desk at school yeah how many penises there were yeah (laughs) and it's like how did we all know how to draw a penis but we didn't know anything about our anatomy I did have one friend who used to draw vaginas uh, vagina actually vulvas Uh, oh yeah I just did it um (laughs) she used to draw vulvas and yeah I think about that a lot because I'm like, yes, girl. Yeah, let's go graffiti. We need to go in graffiti. Yeah. London with vulvas and fistresses. <laughs> like, yeah, I know what you mean though. And like the, and the boys are so obsessed with like the detail that they add to it and everything. And it's, yeah, it's really bizarre. Yeah, but then we should challenge people to draw the clitoris. Like, yeah. Um, oh my God. About that. Yeah. yeah. I bet like a lot of people, grown adults would not be able to. And, through no fault of their own either yeah. it's not something to be ashamed yeah, of if you don't know how to draw the clitoris because we've not been taught how to we've how not been drawn we've, yeah we've not been taught to yeah know what the we should have clitoris like, looks like like dot to dot of the female love it anatomy <laughs> we should definitely do that <laughs> let's do it it's collaboration like, yeah collaboration <laughs> do you like coloring and activity books it can be like a mindfulness but yeah for the clitoris i think that would be good i think there's, <laughs> there's an idea there yeah so how do women or like people with vulvas how do they overcome shame around masturbation I think the first thing is talking about it and I always say this that being pleasure positive or sex positive is not about being like I have sex and shouting it to the world (laughs) and like like people think as well like when you say sex positive that means you're having sex with anybody and everybody yeah and like that's all you want to talk about and it's like no no it just means (laughs) that you're open and open to like learning more about sex and sexuality Mm. and it's not about sort of like you you don't have to be like completely boldly confident at Mm. talking about it but even putting yourself in spaces where you can listen in like 
creating like a community following instagram accounts that sort of like will give you like so it's in your feed and like much Mm. more normalized for you it's like that comfort of like being able to access those like that information and things like that that i think really helps yeah i would definitely say talking about it is like up there yeah and i think like from as again kind of going back to at school and like like boys tend to talk about like wanking and stuff mm-hmm. all the time but it's like girls it's like oh if you do that then you're like gross and disgusting for some reason and like it's so not the reality and like it, I think as well you like when you're growing up and you obviously have like these urges to do these things because it's natural and then you're confused because you're like why am I doing this and you're like oh I feel so sh- ashamed about it because something's wrong with no me. one else is talking about yeah it. and like it's the same with like periods and things like that and obviously yeah. like now we're coming people are a bit more open about talking about things like that and hopefully this will follow suit <laughs> yeah I think there's two things that like one of my most memorable, um, when I was interviewing for Smile Makers, actually, mm. um, I was sat in a park in Brixton <laughs> and I was like writing down some notes and I overheard a group of people talking really openly about sex and, but all of the things that suck about being a woman yeah. <laughs> when it comes to sex and like one night stands and stuff and how they never got, like they, they were never able to like reach orgasm mm. and things like that. And I was like, is it weird if I just go up to them and be like, ask them a few questions? <laughs> I was like, oh, you know what? Why not? Yeah. Um, it's like the perfect time to do yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> it was. And honestly, it was so inspiring. And I'll never forget those conversations. And they talked about those exact things. Like, mm. how can we break down that shame of like, why do I have to shove a tampon up my sleeve to walk to the bathroom? Yeah. Like, why has no one talked about the fact that like everyone had like a teddy bear or something that they would grind up, grind yeah. up on when they were younger <laughs> but we don't talk about it and I was like oh my gosh it's so true yeah um and then back to the school thing as well like another way of like breaking down the shame is sex education yeah like we realized that really quickly at Smile Makers that we wanted to make sex education accessible mm-hmm. and free and vulva centric because as you know we haven't yeah. we haven't didn't have anything about the clitoris and the vulva and the vagina so we have actually got a free ed free sex ed program called vulva talks it's completely free to take it's just like a teachable course Amazing. it takes 40 minutes and like yeah we're super proud of that because i think that's what we need we need to be able to make those anatomical diagrams like mm. available to everyone so people know exactly what their pleasure could look like yeah, yeah. and it's not like a dirty subject so it's just like this no. is part of your health. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so speaking a bit to that, like what are the benefits of masturbation and how can it imp- improve like your well-being and your sex life? There are so many benefits to masturbation. <laughs> it's a that life hack. Masturbation <laughs> is a life hack and we're just not told about it, which really like when we when I think about all the other things that we're told to do when we're stressed or something, yeah. I'm like masturbation go and masturbate <laughs> um so yeah stress relief is a really big one obviously all of those feel-good hormones like running mm. around your running around your body <laughs> going around <laughs> your body really give you that boost in mood better sleep so i we speak, speak to our community a lot about this and how like sometimes if you can't get to sleep like forget counting sheep yeah <laughs> <laughs> why not have a quickie like quickies are a thing as well yeah. so like, they're not just about um, partnered quickies and all you need is like that sort of like like boosting hormones to mm. go going around your body to help you go ah I can sleep now and you yeah you end up like having like maybe some super sweet sexy dreams as well <laughs> so better sleep it also strengthens your pelvic floor in the same way that Kegel exercises do. For those that menstruate, it um, can be really good for relieving menstrual mm. cramps. The way that the pelvic floor, the muscles tense, it can increase blood flow, which can help 
decrease the pain of menstrual cramps, which I find super interesting as well. Again, not something yeah. that your doctor would probably tell you, yeah. <laughs> um, but definitely worth a try. Boost self-esteem. I think that links nicely to them, like the partnered and like, mm. how does it work within like partnered sex life? If you know your body and learn your, like learn about your body and the, the types of stimulation that you enjoy and just like exploring and knowing what your vulva looks like, for example, again, something that we don't do much, but like knowing those things then actually gives you that boost in confidence and allows you to communicate with your partner what it is that you want how you want to be stimulated and it also kind of like yeah you're then like not going to be like actually stop like I don't want this type of stimulation please like actually this is how I get off yeah and then you can actually like I suppose if you know what gets you off then you can be specific (laughs) when you're explaining it to someone and if you know the correct anatomy as well and phrases to use and that's important to teach someone it's like okay like this works for me or this doesn't work for me I hate when you do that I like when you do that (laughs) kind of thing and it builds intimacy as well like if you're able to have those like conversations with your partner and Mm. you're able to then explore together and it gets playful together yeah Yeah, there's so many benefits a good like foundation for your relationship like I feel like (laughs) I think a lot of people like they have like these really deep conversations like after they've had sex like good sex with their partner and like that can really like deepen your relationship together and like open up conversations to like other things like not just about sex but like maybe your fantasies or like even just like yes. your dreams like yeah, exactly yeah talking about fa- like, and you could even use that like before or during or like whilst at dinner just talking yeah. about those like t- talking to like really like ignite your erotic imagination as well like that's like yeah. a really good way of like building up and yeah. like creating like that arousal. I think like yeah the brain is like such a massive thing as well Super powerful organ <laughs> yeah when it comes to sex yeah like uh, we need yeah. to st- stimulate that as well as everything else and yeah. that's what I like about smile makers toys as well like how they all kind of have like a story behind them like what I said before about it being a sort of 360 experience and like yeah like it's not just like oh here you go here's a thing that vibrates and it's got buttons like it's like oh this has like a purpose and this is what it will do for you but like also like here's how you can think about it and like yeah I think that's like really important so how could people improve their masturbation routine like say like a lot of people are used to just like rubbing one out yeah, <laughs> for you know lack of a better term spots. yeah <laughs> when you know what hits the spot sometimes it's easy just to do that. <laughs> yeah like if you don't want a quickie <laughs> but you want like okay like I want to I don't know like get to somewhere I've not been before or test myself or I don't know yeah <laughs> I think firstly like see it as like a way of like looking after yourself Mm -hmm. see it as like part of your well-being if you actually like go and say I'm gonna take 15 minutes or however long like even if it's like once a week however long however often it is to be like this is for me and what I want to do and like explore mixing it up definitely like you said like you know that one type of stimulation it's just easy to go there because like that's gonna make you orgasm but there's so much to like actually taking your time slow sex with yourself quickies with yourself slow sex with yourself <laughs> as well and really exploring like switching out toys in one session mm-hmm. or like using your hands first pausing there's so many different masturbation techniques that you could use edging is a great one mm-hmm. for sort of like elongating that masturbation session so you kind of like edging is when you get really close to orgasm but then bring it back down so you never you never get to the climax you never get to that peak of pleasure and by doing that and sort of once you get to that point where you feel like you're just about to climax you stop simulation and then slowly build it up again and that can lead to like more intense orgasms Mm -hmm. too yeah I think 
mixing it up. You, oh gosh, this is a big one as well. Like <laughs> using lube. Like if you don't use lube whilst masturbating, because I think we always have it in mind as like lube is for like penetration and stuff yeah. like that. Use lube. I said it before, lube is life. <laughs> never have enough lube. Yeah, never have enough lube. Like if you want to like try a different sensation or, and again, like with the toys at Smile Makers, you've got so many different types of stimulation. You've got something that is like for direct clitoral stimulation, or you could have something that is going to do create a suction instead. Mm-hmm. I know that many people that use a suction toy have like once they've used a suction toy they're like everyone has to use a suction toy because it creates that different sensation that you're not used to yeah there's so many ways of mixing mixing up your masturbation foreplay with yourself basically or what's known as foreplay yeah yeah exactly (laughs) like just expanding what pleasure looks like and just taking your time Mm -hmm. and another thing that I know like a lot of people we forget to breathe (laughs) like it's such an important like it's like during like masturbation you forget to breathe because you're like holding tight Mm -hmm. for that point but breathing can also like taking a few deep breaths will change the sensations Um, I actually talked about this in another podcast with a weight trainer because we were talking about how like when you're weight training you're very focused on your breath and like I was thinking I said about how like from porn we learn like breathing during sex needs to be like really like panting and it's very like heavy and quick and actually no like (laughs) our body needs the oxygen like that oxygen is what is going to like when we're aroused more blood is going to the genital area Mm -hmm. so we need more oxygen to get the blood there so that's going to help us reach orgasm and Mm -hmm. get to climax and just like I guess people like tense up a lot as well and yeah it's just like try 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 and do something different like try not tensing try breathing try yeah exactly and I know I've mentioned orgasm a lot in that as well and I just wanted to highlight as well that masturbation partner sex Mm. whatever it is that we can take the pressure off of orgasm yeah like sometimes like if you have like pleasure is still incredible so if you've had 15 minutes of playing and you've taken the pressure of yourself to reach orgasm you're still exploring yourself you're still discovering Mm. new types of stimulation and trying new things like it isn't all about the orgasms are great don't get me wrong but we shouldn't feel the pressure to get there if we're yeah it's not the be all end all it's not the be all end all it's all about the the journey not the destination yeah as they say (laughs) (laughs) yeah I guess it's like yeah it's good if you get there but it's not necessary and I think like people should apply that as well with partner sex as yeah. well like if you are stressing about am I going to have an orgasm then you're probably never going to get there so yeah it's <laughs> just it, relax you're way more likely to have an orgasm if you don't think yeah about having the orgasm. it's like just <laughs> chill and then you'll get there if you get there yeah. and it's fine either way just yeah. play and have fun that's yeah. like key takeaway from small makers and playful promises it's perfect yeah. both yeah. names <laughs> do the same yeah. thing it, yeah like yeah it's all about playful just having fun like sex is fun it should be fun it's yeah. not serious like yeah just ch- everyone just needs a chill yeah yeah <laughs> so um what kind of advice would you give to someone who is completely new to toys like they're like I don't know what I'm looking at or what I'm looking for yeah so I think first off it is really think about the type of simulation that you want and a fun fact with smile makers is that when we first started out and we had that first collection of vibrators. We had the Billionaire, which is the purple vibrator, mm-hmm. and it looks very classic, internal. That should be the classic vibrator. And actually, in fact, it was my first vibrator from <laughs> Smile because I bought that just um, before um, working at Smile Makers. And I bought it because I was like, that looks like the one that will be like, yeah. doing the job. <laughs> and then, so yeah, we saw that that was our bestseller. Mm-hmm. And then we introduced the quiz, which is a how to choose quiz. And it was it's basically like, 
less than five minutes anonymously you can fill it in and it's giving you the opportunity to think about what type of simulation you like because we don't often take the time to think about those things mm. are you going to enjoy clitoral simulation would you prefer a licking sensation those sort of things and then you get sort of more of a personal recommendation so i thoroughly recommend like taking the quiz or like really thinking about the type of simulation you want first then i'd say also getting to know the vibe mm -hmm. like like really like feel it in your hands and like feel how it feels against your skin even before turning on like I know that we can get really excited when we get a new vibe and want to go like yeah. straight in <laughs> dive straight in but it's like good to like like sort of like roll it around your body feel how it feels on your body on your skin what I'm really proud of at Smile Makers as well is that each of them comes with like a, a little manual mm. and usually in the past I've bought vibrators and it's like this is how you switch it on and off yeah, <laughs> and then yeah. that's it but within our every box of like with every vibrator, you get a little manual that shows you how it's like designed anatomically. So what it's designed to simulate, but then also gives you lots of inspiration and pleasure inspiration for different techniques of how to use it. Because our products are designed for specific anatomical things because we work with those experts on making sure that they fit right and stuff like that. But that's not that there's no one way of using the vibrator. You can yeah. use it for so many different things. Yeah. And one of my like, most enjoyable parts of my job is talking to our community about the different ways that they use the vibes and play, getting playful with them. So yeah, I think getting to know, like reading that manual, especially if it's a smile makers one, a lot of people as well who aren't, who've never used a sex tool before or never used a vibrator before, I get quite worried about the sound. Oh, so yeah. yeah, thinking about how silent <laughs> they are, like all smile makers, of course I'm gonna say that, but all <laughs> smile makers are super silent. We actually just had an amazing review from someone who they were like, well, it said it was super silent, so I wanted to put it to the test. Mm -hmm. I switched it on, I left it on top of my bed, I closed the door and like went outside, couldn't hear it at all. <laughs> couldn't even hear it when it was under the covers. And I was like, I love this, like commitment oh my God. to testing yeah. um, the sound. <laughs> I think like, yeah, so many people nowadays as well, they live with other people, they have housemates and stuff yeah. like that. And you just like the embarrassment of like going into the communal area and being like, oh yeah yeah exactly people get what nervous about it yeah, yeah. like and I, like that would stress you out as well like and yeah you're not gonna have fun if you're thinking oh god what does it sound like exactly exactly so yeah always look for something that says that it's silent so you can be yeah. the only thing that you've got to worry about is if you make sound yeah <laughs> not the vibrator <laughs> Yeah, so what does the future of the sex toy industry look like, do you think? So I think definitely way more gender neutral. So mm -hmm. I think we're going to like break down that limiting belief that there is, it has to be like a penetrative or whatever it is. I think that also really personalized pleasure mm -hmm. as well. So we've been doing that, like that innovative technology to help personalize pleasure. As I said, like we're also unique and we wanna, rather than see sex as what we've been told it should look like in the films and sex education or wherever it is, porn, those things. It's like, okay, let's screw that up. And how can we create toys, create tools that are gonna help people write their own sexual script, mm. write their own story of what their sex is going to be like. And I think personalization is gonna do that. I think um, being gender neutral will do that because you're not sort of dictating how something should be used and yeah. where it should be used. Yeah, I think those two things. Yeah, that's, yeah, definitely, yeah, and I see that as well with Smart Makers toys, like, there's so many different shapes, like, like, this, like, if there's not something, like, I'd be surprised if someone wasn't catered to in some way, but, yeah, especially, like, yeah, I really liked the Poet because that is so customizable with, like, the squeeze simulator, 
and that's something I've never seen before. The the senses. Yeah, yeah. I was like, that's so interesting. And like, I love like how you can like lock it as well. Mm. And like, there's other things like that where that I've noticed with vibrators that like, if you go past the setting, then you have to go all the way through the other settings as well. And there's like some smile methods where you can go back actually. Cycle back. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, oh, that's actually like, I never really thought about that before, but I was like, oh my God, like that's actually really helpful because sometimes like if you were like yeah if you go past the setting back and you're like no yeah and you're like oh bloody hell and then yeah you gotta like turn it off and on again but yeah Yeah. so I think all those things just like make the experience a lot easier and more fun and interesting it's definitely just about being like it's we especially with like the poet the ballerina and the artist Mm -hmm. like the artist the rabbit vibrator we really wanted to inspire creativity. Like, okay, so like we're helping people consider sexual work, like um, sex and pleasure as part of their wellness. But how can we get, also get people like really like exploring and like finding and like discovering what it is they want? And I think creativity is a big part of that. And vibrators and innovative technology that is going to allow you to squeeze and like that increase the intensity or control different parts of the vibrator, like our rabbit vibrator head differently, change mouths on the suction yeah. toy those things are going to help you like actually like no this is the way that I want pleasure and this is the way that I want to be stimulated as opposed yeah. to being like well it's a one size fits all mm. because it's definitely not a one size fits all and it feels like it's yours as well like if you have all these customizable things it's like oh that this is like my thing yeah <laughs> it's exactly. like a possession that you have I yeah maybe that. we should start introducing like personalization on yeah the- <laughs> like you know like when like those like dress oh, I don't know what they're called but like I think it's got like a weird name it's like artistic I don't know but like you have like the different different heads different middle and different legs oh yeah like yeah, that like the games like, that you yeah. play yes, yeah yeah that's <laughs> like, true it'll be like that for toys build, build your own vibe yeah build your own <laughs> like people love stuff like that as well like yeah I just I think yeah the customizable element and just feeling like oh there's some there's something for me here I'm not being excluded yeah and like, like the never-ending possibilities yeah like, that's Honestly, we just want to inspire people. We want yeah. to inspire people to have fun and explore and find pleasure. Yeah. And as I said, like all of the vibrators, yes, they're designed for specific anatomical parts, but you can use them in so many different ways. Like mm. people use the Poet, which is a suction toy on their nipples as well. The French lover can be used like all over. Like there's so many different ways of using the products. I think as well, it's like maybe taking the pressure off people who like they try a toy and it's maybe not for them, like which I guess can happen. Like hopefully it's rare. Yeah. <laughs> but like yeah, and just like okay, if it doesn't work for you, then that's fine. But you can use it in a different way, hopefully, and still gain something from that. Exactly. Like realizing that we're all so unique. And like it goes back to that, like taking recommendations and mm. stuff, like that what might what works for somebody else might not work for you, and that that's completely normal. In yeah. fact, that should be celebrated because that's how unique our pleasure is. Yeah. It's not like I said, a one size hits all or a one one hit like sort of wonder or anything like yeah. that. So yeah, like sort of finding what what it is that does it for you. Mm. Yeah, there's no cheat codes. No, <laughs> to exactly. The, to the vulva. No. <laughs> But yeah, oh, it's so been so lovely to chat to you Me about too. everything sex and masturbation and the Smile Makers toys. Like we love them so much, and yeah, we've got loads of the toys on our site. If anyone would want to have a little look and see what they what what toys for them, what fascinates them, and yeah, like every single toy comes with an amazing manual that explains everything you could possibly need 
to know. We're so happy to be able to like stock Smile Makers. Yeah. We love it so much. We're <laughs> super excited. And as I said, like, I think it's like a match made in heaven. Yeah. Smile Makers and Playful Promises. Yeah. Like both just like bringing that joy, that playfulness, that fun. Yeah. And in- inclusivity as well. Like yeah. everyone can be, everyone deserves to feel sexy. They deserve to have orgasms. Um, doesn't matter like what your anatomy is at all. Like. Yeah, okay. we Everyone always deserve cute. pleasure. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Thank you so much again. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for listening to To Put It Playfully. If you want to follow us on social media, find us at Playful Promises. And don't forget to hit the subscribe button to learn about our new podcast episodes. See you then. Yeah.